0: You're listening to The Roaring Twenties, with me, Sarah.
1: And me, Kleena. We are two girls in our twenties, trying to figure it all out. Testing. One, two. Testing. Testing. (laughs) (laughs) Mics are working, I think. Should be, anyway. Um, So, welcome everyone to the first episode of Roaring Twenties. As we said, I'm Kleena. And I'm Sarah. Just so you can... The voices?
0: We were so blown away by the response we got when we posted about the podcast last week and we're so thankful and thanks so much to everybody who sent us in questions hopefully we can live up to your expectations now and give you something half decent to listen to The heater is
1: rolling We're <laughs> in the shed here you see in um, my back garden um, as our makeshift studio so go on Sarah turn that off course it's face you (laughs) now.
0: That was not intentional. You all sent us in such brilliant questions and we went through them today and tried to narrow it down to 20. Do you want to jump in and start the questions? Yeah go on what's the first one? So the first question is why did you decide to start a podcast?
1: Well it's a bit more relevant
0: to you. So I graduated with a journalism and new media degree which taught me a lot about like recording and podcasting and things like that so it was just something I was really interested in getting involved in in my own spare time and I think for you Tina this was probably like a natural progression from your Instagram page.
1: Yeah I um, started an Instagram page in March like the very first lockdown and I really enjoyed like I love talking on my stories and stuff and I actually was a guest on Carlo Sullivan's podcast.
0: Oh, yes, yeah. Um, that kind of uh, probably gave you the grow for it a bit. Yeah,
1: and I was like, oh, this is deadly. I'd love to do this. So it was actually you who said it to me.
0: That was one of my hairbrain schemes. <laughs> I think I texted like, three o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep, like, do you want to start a podcast? Of course, I replied at two minutes past three. Yeah, no bother. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And she look, here we are. And if this is the only one we ever make, at least we tried it. Exactly.
1: And I think... There's a lot of people who like I get so many people messaging me on Instagram being like, oh, I'd love to do this or I'd love to make a daily vlog. Like, yeah. I'm loving them on TikTok lately. Just
0: do it. Like. Just do it. And absolutely. you think
1: and like I know the, pro- the problem is like that you're worried like what other people are going to say. or But like that's their business. They're, that's their business. They're yeah. actually losers if they're going to say mean things like, to you know, and I haven't had one person say something nasty to me. Like everyone's always kind and rooting for you. Like we said, everyone is so nice to us with the podcast starting it
0: absolutely so yeah follow your dreams yeehaw <laughs> yeehaw so our next
1: question was describe your friendship with each other a lot of people were wondering like how me and Sarah are friends and stuff so people asked, how did you meet and describe your friendship with each
0: other well i suppose we met when we were about seven or eight doing speech and drama but like we wouldn't have been best buddies at that point or anything but we've known each other since then and we, when we were small we actually had quite a lot of mutual friends which is Another way we would have gotten to know each other. And then I think how we got so close was we actually went to the Grail Talk together when we were in third year. Best that thing was... that ever happened to me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of the birth of Clisera. Clara. Clara.
1: And then I suppose like we were we were never like I oh know, I don't want to I don't want to say like we were never like joined at the hip renton in school, but we weren't though Sarah, like. Yeah. But we were always there. Mm. I actually said the other day, I said, Sarah, we've such a healthy relationship because we don't depend on each other too much either. Like, like well, do you know if you said in the morning, Lena, I'm moving to Timbuktu, I'd say I'm delighted for you.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Send
1: me a postcard with a picture of yourself on it. <laughs> that's what Sarah sent me when she was in Budapest. <laughs> she literally cut out a picture of herself and sell a tape down the front.
0: <laughs> Hit me with a question. So, diving straight into the kind of deeper stuff here, um, this was one question we got, which we both thought was a really good one. So, it's when you were a child, what did you think your life would be like when you were 23? it's actually a hard question it is a hard question because like when you look back you're like well I thought I was going to be Britney Spears and I was obsessed with Britney Spears free Britney by the way but poor
1: Britney I know god love her um, did you see the video where they were like Britney if you're in danger wear yellow and then she made this TikTok with like this yellow Oh, stop. on can't be dealing with that
0: I know that's shocking
1: sorry go on back to the question I suppose we, when you're a child you think an adult is an adult there's no number in them like, I ask my kids sometimes in school, my kids, literally the children that I teach, like, how old do you think I am? Like, but they're fourth class, so they would kind of know. Yeah. But, like, the infants could say anything between 20 and
0: 60, 60 like...
1: 60, yeah. It's mad. I suppose, that as a child, you think you have it all figured out at 23,
0: 22. And I think you've, like... I know we all watch too much American television anyway and films growing up, but I know I used to be obsessed with thirteen and going on 30. And, like, you'd look at that and you'd be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be 30... Which the most unrealistic thing about that film is someone wanting to be 30. But anyway, only a 13 year old would think they want to be 30 really. But I think you kind of look at life that way, like I'm going to be so glamorous when I'm in my 20s. I'm going to be such a grown up. I'm going to have this big job. I'm going to, Do you know, when then you get older and you realise you're still kind of figuring it out at this age.
1: But it's actually not the age. I think it's just at that age you're either, you know, you're going into college or you're finishing college or you're starting work.
0: To quote Brittany again, not a girl, not yet a woman.
1: Oh, I like that one.
0: <laughs> right. Any what's the next question? So the next question is do you regret something you did in your teenage years? No regrets. No regrets. Not no even regrets.
1: One. Do I have any regrets? I took myself very seriously when I was in school, like I I tried too hard sometimes. You know, I I was so unsure of myself very
0: insecure I think that just comes with the territory really of being a teenager it is a difficult time and like I've heard my mum saying to like my aunties and stuff oh I'd, I'd rear 10 boys before I'd rear another teenage girl I know Do you know like it's tough going and like I suppose what I regret from my teenage years is I suppose kind of not appreciating it enough. Now, of course, no regrets, and you don't regret anything, and everything works out for a reason, and things went the way they did for a reason. And I yeah. do believe that so, so, so strongly. But like, I think you know, I wish I did my homework more often and things like that. But it all worked out for me in the end. So I suppose I don't. You know, I suppose there's no yeah. point regretting that kind of thing. I and wasn't
1: really true to myself as a teenager. I don't think like I conformed to a lot of people and a lot of systems and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's very hard not to when it's you're in it. It's very hard not to, yeah. To know so. It's only like in your twenties that I realized, oh my god, they are systems. Like I did conform. I wasn't actually.
0: I think I was nearly too much the other way <laughs> that I effed the system. Do you know, I really well. Like, I thought I was kind of a bit rock and roll. Like you know.
1: Yeah, but I think you were more
0: mature, like, than I was. Like, but I wasn't I was, either, like, that's... You know, I was sitting up all night on Facebook when... <laughs> Bebo. I should have been doing my homework. Do you know, that, know that type of thing? Bebo, I broke my poor mother's heart. I,
1: I I had a massive expectation of myself, like, just stupid carry on, like... But like, I, I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to get 550 points when he
0: <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I had, like... Chance, like... I had no expectation of myself. I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse. I always just thought... Oh yeah, I'm just gonna make it. That's all. I don't have to do my homework. I'm just gonna make it. I'm but you too, know what? I'm That's just... better, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, because you're a I'm dreamer, just... like I'm too smart for these teachers. <laughs> like, I don't need to do my homework. I'm playing Sims tonight. I know. And I think I regret that in a way that like isn't it was like disrespectful. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are nice. <laughs> I know. Right. What's the next one? That was fun. What do you miss about being a teenager?
1: Oh, what do I miss? My mother making my dinners.
0: Yeah, why <laughs> my your told me
1: she's retired from the kitchen. <laughs> so, that's uh, so I miss. Like you've less responsibilities, obviously, but sure, you think you have a hundred and one responsibilities at the time. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: so. I think something, and I know I, as I was saying about school, I wasn't mad about school. But I also had such fantastic friends in school, oh, and like yeah. when you get older, when you're in your twenties, you, you take it for granted that you used to get to see your friends every single day. Especially now, because we don't exactly No.
1: I love the Grail tucked Yeah. And I know like I it's easy for me to say that like but I absolutely I honestly remember being in Lurgan and being like life actually couldn't get out any better like.
0: Yeah. I think that was a big turning point for me in my teenage years as well going to Lurgan. And do you think it helped you like Oh yeah, I think it really changed me in a really positive yeah. way. Yeah.
1: It just opened me up to a world outside of all girls secondary school, yeah. In a like, do you know, like you'll
0: like. never, it's so weird looking back now. You'll never be 15 again going to the Grail Talk for the first time and having that experience. And no,
1: it's. And it's such a scary time. You're so vulnerable, like... Oh, my you God. You really have to push yourself when you're it's, that age It's only gone. three
0: weeks, and, like, your mammy's crying on the Sunday coming to visit you. <laughs> I'm really painting mammy in a bad light now. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> I remember, actually, mum and dad came up on the Sunday, like, and they dropped me off. And oh, this was actually traumatic. And I said, oh, I'm just going to put my bag into the hall and I'll be back out to you. But I don't think they heard me. So I put my bag into the hall and I went out and they were gone. <laughs> and I remember being like god I, have, I won't see them for another two weeks or a oh week god. or whatever it was but i remember being really i really miss them like i also think going away from home it's so good like for your oh my god yeah
0: see i did scouts from when i was small oh yeah so Hardy I, over you. i was going on trips from i remember going on trips from when i was nine but when i was a child i was in But like i know like most children oh I, no i was the one that had to be picked up the sleepovers so I was crying at me oh i time. would go my mother could send me to the moon when i was a child Oh and no, so I wouldn't even ring home. But now when I got older, I'm, I'm, you know, you get older, you get softer. You, I know. You, you <laughs> lose that kind of boldness you have when you're a child that you're not afraid of anything. Well, that's why I never kind of struggled with being away from home.
1: That's good. Whereas right. I
0: feel like I struggle more now. Really? I feel guiltier now being away because I'm like, oh, if something happens at home, which my parents would kill me for thinking.
1: And I actually feel at this age as well, do you, do you feel you nearly have a responsibility to be at home for your parents sometimes? And it's not that they need me or Oh my them, God, absolutely but it's not. it's just like-, like, I know they like me around. Yeah. And I do, I, I like being around as well, but... There is that kind of little niggle at the back of you.
0: Oh, always. Like, I struggle with that more now than... You don't have... Yeah. You don't think about those things when you're a teenager.
1: And I... Like, it's not like, Mummy and Daddy be like, Oh, stay. Oh, no, my... mum's
0: like, Get a go as yeah, far as you can. Do what you can My parents, parents would kill you. me like, if they thought... It, like, they'd kill me for coming out with that type of thing. But it's true. And I suppose that's part of getting older as well. Next question. Leaving cert tips.
1: Oh! Oh, I actually have PTSD from the leaving cert. I had a very... The results, I had a very kind of rough thing with the results because mm. i didn't get the course and then i didn't get primary school teaching and then i had to wait like six weeks for an upgrade which i eventually did get it but i still like whenever their leaving cert results come out
0: still to this day i get a pit in my stomach i still have nightmares about leaving cert oh, often i had a nightmare a couple of weeks ago about my home ec leaving cert exam <laughs> and it's so real and i remember the room in school that i did my leaving in, and in the yeah. dream i'm in my uniform and i'm going into that room and i'm sitting down and it's oh my god it's so real but i think that's really common like so many people have nightmares about the leaving cert, which makes oh. you think, should, there's should this damn of, thing be gotten rid of?
1: Yeah, there's an awful lot of expectations. Like, not even within the leaving cert, like within schools, I think. Like, I remember I, I had to do an interview for something, and Mum was after buying me this. Fr- we had white blouses, like in school, and man was after buying me this fresh, like, white blouse. Like, it was like cardboard, it was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember I did the interview with the colours.
1: Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was for. Anyway, I did this interview and um, it was like head girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And I remember I came home and I was home before mom came back from school and I was inside in the bed naked. I was like, I, I just take it off me. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. And I was like, oh. It affects you in so many different ways. Like, it affected me physically as well. Like, I remember before the awards night, I had vomited the night before. Just I was stressed like I wasn't insert. even invited
0: to the awards night. <laughs> so that shows the, that shows how different we are. You I, put it on yourself though. Yeah, you do. You do bring it on yourself. See, I just I'm not saying I'm great. I'm so self assured that I don't need to worry about those things. But with, <laughs> I, I suppose I had other things going on that I was just like, you know, I get the leaving cert. If I get my yeah. dr- I, if I get my course, it'll be a mi- not a miracle, but it'll be fantastic. And I I'll never forget the day I got my leaving cert results. I think it was the best day of my life. And I know, That's and I'm so not, close. I'm not a schooly person. And I remember going into the school, and I got an A two in re- religion. Of course, as good Catholic women do, leaving certain yeah. religions. But we actually, it was a great. Subject. I loved
1: that actually. Oh my god! Church. And we had a
0: great class. There was about yeah, twelve of great us.
1: Teachers, uh, great Australian, teacher, great yeah. teacher. Oh, we
0: loved it. But I remember going. These are these aren't my results. This is the I got. So I got the wrong results. I got the wrong results. I couldn't believe it.
1: The Leaving starts cert's tough. All, the only consolation I can give for it is that it does end. It does end. And at the time you think it'll never end. You think it'll never end. It does. Get some get your sleep. Don't be up till all hours.
0: You forget you even did it. No oh,
1: yeah. You until you it. have until the
0: nightmare starts. <laughs> like, when you're twenty three. <laughs> I remember doing, I remember being in school and doing my Leaving Cert. search and you know, I was like, Whatever comes of it comes of it. I put down my courses on my CEO and I remember my first day of college, the opening day no it wasn't the opening day it was the orientation day and we were actually going home for the electric picnic then the couple of us from Leash that had went to UL we were going to the electric picnic then on Friday of course and we just had that orientation and I remember all the people I met who I'm still friends with today I remember going home in the car with dad and I remember saying to him because he came down to collect us of course my long suffering father came to collect us to go to the electric picnic we're too lucky and I remember saying to him oh it's it's just where I'm meant to be
1: ah that's lovely so it was so
0: worth it I remember just, and that was the very, that was only orientation. But I always remember, I was actually saying this to Kleena recently, I remember my English teacher in junior cert saying to and that's only the junior cert, but you know, what, that's the end of the world at the time as well. I also remember her saying to, saying to us to look after yourself. She said, have a nice long shower in the morning, have a good breakfast in the evenings, have a bath, go to bed early, put on a programme, actually take care of yourself. Because it's worth it and your mental health is so worth it. No exam is worth sacrificing oh. how you feel physically or mentally.
1: And if I could go back, like, there was days I went into school where I shouldn't have.
0: See, I take that too literally. I'm like, <laughs> Mam would say, are you doing your homework, Sarah? I know. I'm actually having a bath. <laughs>
1: <Do> <laughs> Whereas you know? I remember Mam used to say, will you go up and do another hour? And I remember my blood used to boil. I'm like, no, leave me alone. I know. I know it wasn't her putting pressure on me or anything, but she was like, come on, you're able to do another hour now. Do you know what Mommy's like?
0: But, oh, it's a very stressful time. Right. Just, I think the best advice for the Leaving Cert is, like, we could advise you, um, colour-code all your folders and...
1: No, that's a lot of shy.
0: Like, never mind that. Look after yourself. The work will get done. You'll do your best on the day. It and always if,
1: gets done, actually. It always gets that. done.
0: And do you know what? If it doesn't go your way, there's so many other options and so many other things. And if you're not happy, get things checked.
1: Oh, well, like, it changed my life, like... Yeah. Like, literally changed my
0: life. My like, brother, too. My brother got things checked and he got into PE and math then, Yeah.
1: Which, Get them rechecked, what have you to lose? I remember it was actually the picnic was on and I was doing Arts Mary and I was miserable, miserable, miserable <laughs> and I had to get the papers rechecked, but you had to go in and view the scripts. Yeah. And it was on the Saturday morning of the picnic. It always is. And I remember I came I glitter glitter was going on to the
0: exam <laughs> papers. Coming out of my hair like but just get just get them done. Yeah. that's ah, tough all the time. Okay, so we have one lady who is turning twenty next month. Happy birthday in advance. Um, (laughs) Any advice for turning 20?
1: Any advice for turning 20? I think we think that when you turn 20, it's this big existential, like, oh, you're 20 now and you're growing up and all this. Like, I don't think much has changed for me. It's not about turning the age. It's about the stage you're going through in life. Like, are you finished school? Are you going into college? And what we do in our 20s is completely different to, say, Mary down the road. Like, do you know who... Didn't go to college, or do you know, like so.
0: But I feel like when you're a student, I think you're an extended teenager, really, until you you graduate. That's such a good way of putting it, actually. Like I turned twenty when I was in my what second year of college, and sure, still, you know, you're a student. You might as well be a, (laughs) you might as well be nineteen. You might as well be whatever age. You know.
1: That's great. Um, Enjoy it. Yes. You're you're still so young. Like I'm twenty two. I'm not far off. You like. I, do, so I don't. I don't want to say my
0: age. <laughs> Sarah's twenty three. <like,
1: laughs> <laughs> but like you. Know, I have
0: Peter Pan syndrome.
1: Uh, but like, I think don't think just because you're turning twenty that the world has to change. Nothing has to change. Keep going, you're grand. Like, and especially now, I think the world is paused. Yeah. So so are you. So don't count this one. You're still nineteen again.
0: I actually heard someone saying yesterday that they're not celebrating twenty first this year. They're going to celebrate their twenty seconds. And I think they're dead right. I mean, I might celebrate my 22nd this year as well. That's a great
1: idea. Do you I celebrate my 22nd last year. Shock. I love celebrating my birthday though.
0: I know, I love my birthday Such as well. Such a tram queen. Same.
1: Two cancers.
0: That's us. Yep. Do you know what my advice is? Turn 20 and then, when you can, have a great celebration with all your friends and just be excited for what's going to come because the next couple of years are really going to be so exciting. No matter what you're doing, if you're in college, if you're working, if you're running running marathons every day. Yeah. I'm such... so excited for this girl. Oh like, my she's God. She's starting a
1: 20, like, so exciting, like all oh, the so things exciting. ahead. Oh, it's brilliant time. Do you, know what I, do you know what I don't like? People who don't celebrate their birthday.
0: Really? Why wouldn't you like? Some people don't like birthdays at all.
1: Why wouldn't you like your birthday? Well, like, I, I, I get the whole getting old
0: thing, but not in your 20s. See, I, as much of an attention seeking drama queen I am, <laughs> I get very anxious about the idea of like having a party oh no that actually that like hooking up to my veins what if like. nobody comes like the expectation like I can't relax because is everyone having fun is everyone talking saying this is not but that's my own insecurities <laughs> even for my 21st I said no not having a party not having a party I'll have the girls up we'll go out that's it we'll have pre drinks in the house maybe a bit of cake we'll go out my mother and father it was absolutely took it too far unbelievable all these oh my god no
1: can we the, the, the trailer thing the there was a trailer bar in the
0: backyard <laughs> oh, right. I right I got my makeup done because it was my birthday um, by Neve Brown oh. shout out to Neve Brown MUA she's excellent you should all follow her on Instagram but she did my makeup and she dropped me home and I like, get no news since I'm small and we pulled up outside the house and <laughs> So I, both. I just looked at <laughs> Eve. I said oh my god what is going on there was this kind of blackboard oh yeah and it's happy birthday Sarah and I was like what are they after doing and I remember going into the kitchen and my auntie was standing at the table cutting up salad and I just looked at her and she was like, nothing to do with me, I didn't know, I didn't know. And I went out the back and they had a converted horse box, which was actually like a bar. It was unreal. But we had some crack and there wasn't a huge crowd of us or anything because I'd only invited the girls and then my brother ended up bringing a load of his friends.
1: But I didn't think it was going to be a big deal because if if I knew it was going to be a big deal, we would have sorted the outfits like weeks oh, in Oh, there would have been... I, I think would've... I arrived with the dress that you were wearing. Yes, like, you did. Yeah,
0: But like, I would have at least made a group chat inviting people. Because oh. I remember I was mortified then because people probably saw it and thought I had a 21st when it, as if everyone was worried. But, you know, as if I'd had a 21st.
1: We did it the um, next day as well. We had it.
0: Yeah, we sat out the back and had drinks that in it. It was great, normally.
1: crack. We got checkers.
0: Yeah. Right. OK, here's the next one. This is a bit of a change of pace. So the little things that bring you joy.
1: McDonald's drive-thru coffees for us anyway. Yeah.
0: Shout out to the ladies in the McDonald's drive-thru yeah. who don't take our tokens saying that we've... You know when you get the six... Stickers. Six Stickers. They take it off you, and, and you get your free coffee. But they haven't been taking them off us yeah, so twice. We're, we're, get we're getting two, getting two free, free coffees. coffees. So, the early, like yeah, so. There's good people in the world. So you definitely think coffee. Well, you've always loved coffee. I think the thing is with coffee, you start drinking it for necessity, and then you just yeah. once you develop a taste for it. Oh my god, it brings me so much joy. I only started drinking it last year. Like I
1: know me and Tina uh, Brown, like we're saying, what did we ever do without coffee? Like we did all college no coffee.
0: I find that insane.
1: No coffee. Every hangover, no coffee.
0: But I do find it it's mad. like. I always think, why didn't I drink coffee when I was in school? Because I would, I would have been so much more pleasant in I the know, morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's gas.
0: Yeah, but coffee really brings me joy. My dog brings me joy. Just yeah. looking at him sleep, I just oh, it makes me so happy.
1: Do you know what brings me a bit of joy lately? Right, so I'm getting up earlier in the mornings, and what I do is I don't pull my blind down fully. I just have it, like, a little bit more yes. up, if you get me. And the sun comes in in the morning through my window. Oh, yeah. So it wakes me up in the morning. Isn't that nice?
0: That's lovely. I tried that and it just irritated me.
1: It is. <laughs> you have to get used to yeah. it. But I'm not bad in the mornings. I'm grand.
0: You're more of a morning person. I'm more of a night person, yeah.
1: I actually remember the first year we were in Lurgan, I was like, no one is allowed wakes era but me. <laughs> it's like she throws something at you.
0: <laughs> I'm a lot better now, though.
1: I know, you're grand. Meant- we actually did the... We went to see the sunrise... Uh, at the on the Maze. It was you know, beautiful.
0: And I was very good. I wasn't... Well, I had to bring a coffee with me, of course, but... um,
1: Well, I said, well, how are you <laughs>
0: Good morning? I didn't push anyone off the top of or anything, so we did well. And
1: you were like, I don't know. And I said, well, look, I'll go over anyway and I'll see how you are. <laughs> Fine, OK, I'll go, so... Just <laughs> like a baby.
0: Oh, stop. But I'm much more of a night person. Like, something that actually brings yeah. me joy is, this sounds so ridiculous, but it really... Especially in the last couple of months, like, with the pandemic and everything, is having a shower fresh pyjamas, getting into bed, cup of chamomile tea, my Nintendo and something on Netflix. That really brings me joy. I just look forward to, especially when I'm I'm like in the middle of a series I'm hooked on and you're getting in, you're watching your series and it's just... Please
1: don't ask us any questions about Dawson's Creek.
0: Oh, yeah, please
1: because don't. Sarah has
0: PTSD. <laughs> I don't want to talk <laughs> about I that. And I don't right now. hear anything but Dawson's Creek lately. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about Dawson's Creek, please email me <laughs> <laughs> at <Sarah> Loves <Cullen. laughs> Lovespacey <laughs> at com. <gmail.com. laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question is going from college into the workforce.
1: I found that very hard, especially because we didn't really finish college. Like, we were, like, we left last May in final year. Yeah. and didn't set foot in Mary Eye again, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And then I got a job at home, which is great. Like it really, it, it is great. But I found it very hard to transition like, into that life. In a way I was ready, but in another way I wasn't. Like, I, I still felt I, I was too young for it, like, do you know? Yeah. And I think I thought at the time, like, oh, it's because do you know, I can't go out the weekends or do you know, because of the pandemic and all this. But I think it would have been hard anyway.
0: I think a weird thing for us at the moment as well is we're all at different stages. Like, I have yeah. friends who are still in college and they're still living in a college house and I know it's not. I know they're still not having their college experience. And then I have other friends who've been working for two years and everyone's at different places and you're kind of trying to find out, like, where you fit into all that.
1: Yeah, and, like, I went from living with the, gir- the girls in college to being at home with my mum and dad in my childhood bedroom working a full-time yeah adult job as a primary school teacher like it's just like i could be 40 like yeah do you know what i mean it's mad but and it happens very quickly and i suppose our experience is very unique compared to say last year's yeah do you know but
0: and like oh, for me hard. like with my degree it's not you know it's not linear, linear it's not a linear path yeah. by any means and kind of the last couple of months like i doing digital marketing at the moment but like I feel like I dedicated so much time to applying for jobs, you know, trying to make it. Like when it's, I I I've probably been too hard on myself because, it, it is a pandemic. Like there's so many graduates in the same position, not just from, from my course, but from all courses. Yeah. Everyone is struggling.
1: Okay, so someone um asked like ask us asked us to discuss the the fact that when you get into your twenties, that friends group friend groups tend to fizzle out, and that it's completely normal. And I think that's so important to know, especially coming into your 20s. Yes. Or if you're coming out of college, do you know that, you know, just because you don't talk to someone every day anymore doesn't mean it's finished with beef or like, do you know, it's not nasty or anything like, and I think that comes with maturity too.
0: So for me, staying friends with the girls I've been friends with since I was 12 and 13 is the best thing I've ever done. And like... There is a certain part of it where you have to make an effort. Like, I have a couple of friends, I mightn't see them for six months. And when we do see each other, nothing changes. Like, I went on my J1 with all my friends from school and I probably hadn't seen a couple of them in months b- before we went. And it was totally normal. And I just think you have to kind of make that effort. And then, like, you, can, you always come home again. You know, you'll always... You'll be home at Christmas, you'll be home at different yeah. times. So your home friends... That that can naturally happen for others it can't but that's been my experience I'll always be coming home so and we all do yeah um other people they might their life might have started somewhere else and that's fine for me the concern for me is my friendships with my college friends that we have these amazing bonds for four years and I travelled I went on Erasmus with my college friends and. I'm so terrified of us losing touch because we're from all different places. Yeah, we're Yeah, it's gonna, so hard. You know, and they're all off doing different things. But last summer we went to Clarny and I said to them, a couple of pink gins later, I said, let's make a pact that will do this every summer. Now they all laughed at me, but I really, <laughs> really mean that because I think it is yeah. the most important thing you will ever do is hold on to those friendships. Now, obviously make new friends and, you know, live your life and you can't tie yourself to the same people, but those people that know you and love you so well... It's so important to hold on to them and don't let it fizzle out. And like that doesn't mean text each other every single day, because people are busy.
1: But I think the the not the sincere ones, but like the ones where it's a real good connection. They're yeah. not going to fizzle out. No. Do never. you know what I mean? Ah oh God, now I miss my pals. I know. I miss y'all. I
0: miss I miss you guys.
1: <laughs> miss you guys. Right. Um so the next question was one that we actually thought was really good. So it said how do you get into a relationship during a pandemic without letting your parents know? And at first we were like, oh, this must be someone, you know, you know, a teenager, like young or whatever. But Jesus, if I was meeting up with someone, I wouldn't be telling mommy and daddy. Like, you know, it's very hard during, because everyone's at home. Yeah, Everyone knows where you are at any stage. I'd tell dad a few minutes ago, get out, we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, like... I think everyone has a different relationship with their parents, obviously. yeah. Some people, like I have friends, like even you'd be like this with your mother where you'd say, oh, I fancy this fella, I fancy that. Yeah. I just would never say that to my, I just, that is just so awkward in I my know, house. Yeah. And no offense to anyone. We just all find it awkward. Like, oh God, I just, it's something that's very cringy for me. But whereas for other people it's not. So I really, really understand that kind of like ickiness about like telling your parents especially in like as Lena said now in the pandemic with you know yeah, you're, you're at home the home. whole time but my advice would be to just rip the bandaid off Yeah, that's why and then from then on every single time it's less awkward and then
1: like you're not 12 like know. you know you're not like, 12. I hope
0: you're not 12 I hope you're not 12 <laughs> um, you know it's just rip the bandaid off it might be awkward it might be cringy they might be annoying you about it but it will pass and then that just makes it so much easier for you to enjoy your relationship then and, and relax.
1: it will also build your relationship with your parents. Absolutely. Because I think that is actually, because me and Mam were never, like we weren't always like like that at all. Like, you know, I only feel in the last few years I'm able to be like, oh, geez, mum, he's all right, isn't he? Do you know where, yeah. but you know, it does, it does help. Like you, you do, but I, I think you're right about ripping the bandaid. Band-aid? Yeah. Bandage? Band-aid.
0: Band-aid. The band-aid. Feed <laughs> the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the best oh. advice I can give you just to, as someone who is very awkward about those things, especially with their mom and dad, just say it
1: Yeah. And
0: right. It, it'll get better then. It'll be easier.
1: Okay, next one. What do you feel you're missing out on or you're not making the most of in your 20s, like because of the pandemic?
0: But first of all, for me, I feel kind of like job opportunities and things like that. And there's not as as much going on in my career for me at the moment as I would like. But, you know, that's life. I could be, there could be no pandemic and I could be in the exact same position. So who knows? But something I'm really missing is traveling. That's such a big thing to me. It's the most important thing and one of the most important things in my life. And I miss it so much.
1: I, for me, as a singleton... And like I love my own company and like I'm grand being single like but there's still like a niggle in me that's like oh jeez I wonder do you know would I've met someone if things were normal or do you know yeah, that's kind of. But I think that's just. But that's sort of was God's plan, like. I yeah, mean, I'm in no rush to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself too much. <laughs> but no, I actually feel a lot of people would um, could empathise with me though. Like, would be the same that they're you know they feel they've missed out on that they could have met someone or yeah. you know. But I don't know that that's that'll come in time, won't it? Absolutely. And it's just a little little bit of a downfall of this pandemic for us single hands in it, bruv. Right. Next. <laughs> um, next. Next. Oh, staycation recommendations. We went to Killarney last year and it was unreal. Oh, it was
0: brilliant. I actually went twice went last twice. summer. Oh, I, I loved, loved it.
1: it. We did great. And then, um, so obviously I'm biased here, but like we have a house in Dingle. So I thought when you came down to Dingle, it was gorgeous. Oh, I and, uh, loved
0: it. And like, Kerry is actually somewhere I would have spent an awful lot of time. I would have spent a lot of time in Clare when I was growing up. Yeah. but oh my god Kerry was fabulous and what I we really, got great
1: weather though oh we my god there. it was
0: fantastic like
1: when Dingle when Dingle is good it's great Yeah. Well, well, there's I mean?
0: nowhere better in the world than Ireland when the sun is shining No, that's great
1: and you'd miss the pubs do not you but
0: uh, what I think we can really stand to Killarney as a location like that was still Covid like you could still only get food with but we still had great crack.
1: We had great crack. And Do there know.
0: was only, what, five of us? Yeah. But like well, we you used... went
1: with your college crew. And then when crew, I went college. with the
0: college crew, it was the same. We had great crack, even though it was still COVID and everything. Like, it, there was all the precautions in place. But it, we still had a great time.
1: The big part of it is getting dolled up. and Yeah, talk. especially when
0: we, have, we hadn't been.
1: I also loved um, Westport. My, I've never been to Westport. My lovely friend Sinead is from Westport. And I went up to see her. And I, the weather was great again, you see. The place is... Everywhere is beautiful when the weather's good. Do you know yeah, what I mean?
0: absolutely.
1: So um, I loved Westport. G- gorgeous little town. Hard to get to. It's in the sticks. Oh,
0: really? It's yeah. in the middle
1: of nowhere. Not, no, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but it's just very west.
0: Yeah. Dublin.
1: Uh, do you remember we went to Dublin for a oh, night? that was great. The, the poor East gals.
0: That was great crack.
1: That was brilliant. We went out for dinner and it was lovely. We just got dressed up. I think it's just dressing up for an occasion.
0: Oh, it's... Getting dressed up is like the best mood booster I think
1: yeah
0: but I went to Athlone in oh, yeah, was it actually. September it was September and we did Sports, which is like the inflatables out in the oh the Hudson Bay place yeah, yeah. oh my god we had some crack it was absolutely brilliant like you do it for an hour and you wear your wetsuit and everything Oh, my God, we absolutely loved it. And, like, you're out in the lake, like, and it is... We went to September, so it wasn't particularly warm, but we got a grand weekend. It was so lovely. And, like, there's lovely places to eat in that alone. Like, it's small. It's like a big port leash, basically. Yeah. But, like, we did that, and we rented a boat as well. Savage. And it was just so lovely. For something different, because, like, we'd done Galway, we'd done everywhere, you know. um, It was just somewhere totally different and easy to get to. Do you know
1: what was one of, of our favourite days as well? Is when me, you and Lena did the Bridge Greystones Grace Tons walk. Oh yeah. So we did the Bridge Greystones walk, got the dart back of course. And <laughs> we got barred sausage and shapes. <laughs> and, and then we went to the 40 foot. <laughs> yeah, for a that swing. was great. It was gorgeous. And like that's a, that was an hour away from us. Yeah. Do you know? So, so looking forward
0: great. to doing The do girls things actually,
1: again. The girls in Cork and like in college always say, everything's only an hour away from you. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, well it
0: is like. It, I know. Midlands I, like. It really is. It really is. It really is. Right, what's the next one, set? Good things about your 20s so far.
1: <laughs> Why are we it? <laughs> Great things about being 20. Oh, I know. I have a really good one. So, in your 20s, I'm after realising, especially now, um, I have this, like, sense of freedom and I'm grown up and I can't actually do what I want. Yeah. And that's actually an unreal feeling. Do you know what I mean? Is in, and I actually feel especially that since I got my driver's license, I'm literally yeah. like, I can go to the shop without mommy having to drive me. Or like, know. you know, it really is great to have that sense of liberty. Like, I love that side of being in your twenties.
0: Yeah, me too. And feeling, I'm
1: feeling that
0: like, now, like, yeah, actually feeling like you're your own person and like having the opportunity to kind of stand on your own two feet a bit.
1: Yeah. And if you are in your 20s and you don't feel like that, that's fine too. I like. don't
0: feel like that all the time. <laughs> Sarah's looking at me like, what? <laughs> Depends on the day for me. Yeah. Um, th- I think, I think <laughs> good things about my 20s so far have definitely been, like, for obvious things, college, getting my degree, traveling, having the crack.
1: Having the crack. That's great. To, you get into, you don't have to worry about getting into cl- to clubs, to nightclubs.
0: Clubs I had this talk the other day. I haven't been in a nightclub, a 23s nightclub, I haven't actually been in a nightclub as a 23-year-old when I'm allowed to be in it. I still wouldn't be allowed in.
1: 22.
0: I will get you in some way.
1: I should have taken shares in the place <laughs> in town at this stage. Next one, say.
0: So the first place you will go when we get our Searsha?
1: Oh, I love this question.
0: I like this question too. Okay, this
1: is just going to be relevant really to people in Port Leach. I just love Jeremiah Grant in the smoke area. Like,
0: yeah, I it's love the best. that. Pint of cider. Pint of cider
1: in the area, I love it.
0: But I loved Jeremiah Grant before you're like when you're going on a night out and everyone's there.
1: Yeah! Jeremiah was letting.
0: Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, do you know what I'd be looking forward to as well now? This is kind of a random one, but like sitting in the back of Cavanagh's and there's a trans mixture or play or something.
1: Yeah, I love that. You Again, were saying as you said a few weeks ago that you can't you can't wait to go back into Bergen's for a pint of Guinness oh yeah I was like man <laughs> <laughs> I love Bergen's as well and they've great trad they trad music on in Bergen's on a Thursday or something wasn't it I like that do you know what else I like in the summer up in O'Gorman sitting outside oh pint yeah pint cider I
0: love that pint cider plate of cider plated wings
1: yeah Morrissey's is lovely as
0: well Morrissey's is fab yeah
1: in Portlaoise hashtag SP I like Lily's as well
0: Lily's is great I yeah. love the
1: old cocktail tree we're basically just Main Street.
0: Oh, and we can't forget Humes's. Oh, how could we forget Humes's? The proud sponsors of the Roar Twenties. <laughs> is that right, Stable?
1: <laughs> we get them, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, we get views we'll, now for that one. <laughs> we'll get jerseys. <laughs> oh, God. Something you'll never regret.
1: Bro, something you'll never regret. Going to speech and drama.
0: Ah, uh, you cutie. Is, that, by, is what? that because of me or... Because of the improvement it had on your diction and your, your public speaking. It's
1: not going too well, is it? So I still have a big flat accent sometimes. Oh, stop, so and then I. actually a big take carry of your accent then when I want to. As well. yeah. I don't regret starting my Instagram. That's a good one. Because it has brought nothing but opportunities and nice people to me. That's fantastic. One. And loads of confidence as well. Great. And people are really nice. It just showed me that people are so sound.
0: There's the joggy barking there in agreement, the Trisha. That's a really good one.
1: Yeah, I really don't regret starting
0: that. I think mine are more generic. I'll never regret doing my college course.
1: No regrets.
0: I know it probably sounds silly saying I don't regret going on my J1, but see, for me, I was just coming home from Erasmus and then I was going to have to go on the J1 a month, like a week later and I was really like, will I do it Will I money-wise? I'm only home, going again, and it was kind of a big decision and then I just kind of last minute said, I'll go. and like, I would have
1: been very upset if you didn't go. I have never would have said that to you. Yet. You would have been all right. Hey.
0: <laughs> We're scrapping now. I know, hey. I'm joking.
1: I've never said that yet,
0: but like... Oh sure, no, I know, but I know that. <laughs> I know that creator. I know that babe. creator. Being in your 20s, harder or easier than for our parents?
1: Ah, they both had their ups and downs. Who is talking outside or who's moving <laughs> stuff
0: outside? <laughs> this is the problem, lads being at home. She's a very cross-producer.
1: I would love to ask my parents this question, because they can see both. Oh mine would say Oh my life My was life so was so hard. hard and I would I love this
0: one We were poor but we were happy Oh <laughs> uh, if I hear
1: that one again
0: Oh stop they'll kill us now I know But <laughs> Get no, the wooden spoon out I think I think back then they were older when they were 20 than we are now yeah.
1: Like my dad had a, had a permanent job at I think he was just gone 21, like, you just got on with it. And I don't think... I remember asking Dad about this, and he said, they weren't exposed to as
0: much as we were, like, do you know? Yeah. Do you know what that's... Like, I know social media and all this, like... We've that whole... We've this whole added element of, like, anxieties that comes yeah. with our phones, social media.
1: And we are the, the generation internet. that grew up with it. Yeah. Do you know, whatever we're like now, what are kids born today going to be
0: like mental <laughs> that's what I find mad like Are I, teaching them? I, I often say like when I was 14 I was on Facebook in the sitting room on the family computer
1: yeah
0: you know you had you. you I think I had a Blackberry but like you didn't have Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter on it
1: I remember we used
0: to clap, and we're not old thing.
1: no we're not young ones
0: you we know, know we had the dial up broadband joke yeah and, and you, and it this made mad noise I like. remember we had like a dongle and you just plug it into the laptop oh my <laughs> gosh! and it would never work I remember watching like Vanessa Hudgens' music videos on it. Ah, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, obviously, things were simpler back then. Like
1: Yeah, they were. But then again, you could argue that we have all the things that we want in front of us and anything is possible for us. Yeah. Whereas I feel back then it wasn't as it possible. It wasn't, no. do you know? and, oh, We're very lucky, do you know? But we're privileged, Sarah, like.
0: Oh, I know that. I, I really you know? I really appreciate that. And it's something I try and remind myself every day. Check your privilege.
1: Check your privilege. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't mean that in a patronising way. I was like, take your privilege.
0: <laughs> so this is our second last question and this is your ideal 30th birthday party. I, I know what mine is. Go for it.
1: I'm going to Vegas again. Oh yeah. Fact, we're all going to Vegas. I want my ashes to be spread in Vegas.
0: I do really though.
1: Okay, I want them to be spread in different areas. But I tell you where? Yeah. Vegas, Portleash, Dingle and in the old stand in
0: Limerick. Ah, that's so nice. Isn't it? I don't know what I want, I don't mind. I'll never die, you see. <laughs> Immortal. <laughs> um, for personal reasons, I will not be turning 30. So I'll just keep celebrating my 29th for the rest of my life. <laughs> and my ideal 30th birthday. I'd love to do something big, like go to Vegas or something. Oh, I want a massive But audience. I also would actually love just a big... Like um, your 21st, like. Yeah, a big, like, rent-out-a-function-room party. I
1: loved him as him.
0: everyone. Do you know? I'd rent out the hotel. You
1: see, that's my problem. <laughs> why? Why are we planning our 30th? Like? I know.
0: Yeah, we will get to our twenty fourth first, please God.
1: Twenty <laughs> third for me. Jesus, God, I'm so old.
0: I'm sure there's people older than twenty, older than me now listening to this wanting to throw something at my head. Anyway, so this is the last question, and we will love you and leave you. Do you think the twenty twenties will be a roaring twenties?
1: absolutely Now we haven't got to a great start no but i really do think there is so much ahead of us
0: but i think i had this thought last year i actually put in my private story and i was like watch this space this was in the midst of lockdown one nine. Yeah. like the first the first roaring 20s happened because the war had ended and everyone was go- so happy yeah and i was like "That's this is our war and when this ends that's when yeah. we're going to go mad like you can really understand that you can see the parallels there and i think that's going to happen to us
1: I, like, I am going to, like, if someone says, Cleanage, I'm never going to miss a night out. Well, I don't think we ever did anyway. But, like, (laughs) no, we won't take things for granted. No,
0: but even my mum, like, she has been saying with COVID, she's like, after this, I will do everything. She was like, there's so many things that I want to do and I just cannot wait for this to end so that I can just do them. And, like, she's in her 50s and, Like, that's even on a bigger scale for us in our 20s, obviously.
1: I love that quote, and it's like, the best days of your life haven't even happened yet. Yeah. And I really think that's applicable for us now.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it gives
1: us a bit of hope and something to cling on to. Yeah,
0: absolutely, for sure. Oh, it's great. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too, and I just think we're going to appreciate everything so much. Maybe we won't, because I know some people say, what do you think it'll be like now when we go back to normal, if we ever do? And people will say, Ah, sure, we'll just forget about it and we'll be back to the way we always were. But I don't think so. I think we will appreciate things so much more.
1: And do you know what? There's going
0: to be hardship no
1: matter what. Somewhere along the oh, way. Oh, yeah. And I just think we're going to have to accept that. Like
0: That's all you can do anyway. That's all we have to do. That's what life is. That's what surviving is. You you fall down, you get back up, you, you keep going. You get on going, with it. Yeah.
1: Know? It's always going to be okay. I I just know that for a fact. It has been okay up to now and it'll be okay from here on out. In it, bruv.
0: I still believe in happy endings. Me too. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, Kleena. And and um, all, all of our <laughs> listeners as well. And again, thank you so much for your support so far. I really hope you enjoyed this because we really enjoyed making it.
1: Yeah, lads. So we just really want to say thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back with you with another episode, hopefully. Hopefully. We have to keep saying it. We have to manifest it.
0: We don't have to manifest it. We just have to do it. It's just going to happen. Bye. 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 Thank mm-hmm. you.